Welcome to the Live Pacific Northwest podcast. I'm the real Matt Brown, and I've made a living out of helping people lay the foundation for the lives that they want to build. Stick around, and we're going to be talking about how you can use your commute to benefit your life. Hey, we're back. Another episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Today, what I want to talk about is our commute and how it can be something of an asset or it can be literally the worst part of our day. So I'm going to get into it. I'm going to break down a number of different things that I believe can change your life just in the way that you get to work. Uh, The whole to and from thing, it really can be a miserable experience or it can be something awesome. Uh, I know he's fallen out of favor, but Lance Armstrong, one of the things he said about Portland was that for every mile of road that we have built in Portland, we make a mile of bike terrain, which means that even when it's rainy, you can still commute really easily just about anywhere you want to go. This, uh, for some people, especially if you're a driver, might make you upset that there's so many bike lanes, but for the rest of us, it's incredible to be able to not have to worry about parking and not have to always worry about the gas side of things, but also to be able to ride and get out there and enjoy this beautiful area that we have. So whether you you ride a bike, you ride uh, our mass transit, our max system here, or if you drive in a car, this episode's for you. We're going to be covering a number of things that I think, honestly, could change the entire course of your week, which then changes the course of your month and can help change the course of 2019 for you. I'm sure that you all have had somebody in your life at the very worst time look you in the face and go, hey, it is what you make of it, right? Well, honestly, we're smart enough and we're far enough down the line that we now know that that's actually true. So when you get into your car, if your whole thing is, Oh, here I go again. It's going to be another hour long drive or 45 minute drive or I'm going to have to deal with parking. Oh, it's such a drag. If that is your perspective on getting into the car, then that's what your commute's going to be. And the whole ride is going to be frustrating. It's going to be um, uh, a waste of your time and a waste of your energy. And you're going to lose emotional strength and just energy for the things that you want to do when you get to work or when you get home because everything's consumed about how you're doing something you don't want to do right now. So uh, as we talk, I'm going to talk about four different things that I believe that your commute can change for you and then in, in turn change the course of your life. The first one is I really believe that it can change your mood. The second one is I believe that it can change your knowledge base or your, your skill set. Um, the third one is relationships. I believe that your commute can change your relationships dramatically, especially in a world where we spend most of our time digitally interacting. And then the fourth one is I believe that your commute can provide time for self-reflection, which is the cute, like true uh, instigator of uh, trajectory change in most people's lives. So let's go back to the first of those four things, mood. If we embrace our commute, I believe that we end up with a sanctuary in our car to elevate our mood. You wake up, you're feeling out of it, to be able to control that environment, to be somebody who says, you know what, I have 25 minutes right now, I don't want to go into work, or I don't want to see that person, or man, traffic's going to be a drag, I'm going to get stressed out, to stop and put on some music that lifts up your soul and gets you in that good just uh, feeling alive, feeling hopeful kind of mood. I have a number of different uh, playlists that I use for this, but um, the number one uh, is actually called The Man, and I'll post a link to it on Spotify if you want to check it out. 
But every morning, well, not every morning, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I go to CrossFit Blue House. And I got to tell you, I never really want to go. This is actually their shirt. It's brutal. It's really hard. And I go at 5.30 in the morning. So I put on this playlist, and as I'm still trying to wake up and shake off the night before, this playlist actually gets me moving in the car and feeling good about going to the gym so that when I show up, my blood's already pumping some. What's particularly interesting about this specific playlist, I use it really only for going to compete uh, at the gym. I, I play it for my daughter before her basketball games, but it's made up of like soul and hip hop songs. And I don't really listen to that. I'm a rock and roll guy. But something about those basic grooves and, and those beats and the positivity and the lyrics, those things set me up to want to go in there and do my best, even when I'm still really tired and would rather crawl back into bed. I have another playlist. Um, I'm not going to share this one because it does have explicit content in it, but there's a couple of songs. One talks about how I'm a juggernaut and I'm unstoppable. Right, um, I've been using that one for years. In fact, I landed uh, back in the day when I worked for Kova. I landed one of our biggest accounts by drilling that song into my heart and just pulling myself up, smiling, with shoulders back, and singing it as loud as I could in the parking lot. And literally had people looking in my car like I was a madman. I walked in to uh, to that account to the head of that business and said, "What can we do?" What can we do to work together? And every objection that they threw at me, I just kept playing it in the back of my head. I am unstoppable. I am a juggernaut. And I know that that's corny, but it works. I carried myself different because of that little bit of time in the car and just listening to the music and letting it fill me and saying those words and believing those words. So when we think about embracing our commute, the first thing I want you to think about is embracing, right? mood change how can you use that time to smile more to say uh, I don't care I don't care uh, what the guy in the office next to me says I don't care what my boss is going to be complaining about right now what I care about is feeling good so that when I walk in there I'm walking in there with pride and an energy that other people can feel and hopefully it's contagious and they'll want to be around me more instead of walking in there with the burden and the stress of traffic, the burden and stress of worry that can build up in that little bit of time while we're alone in our cars. The second thing that I do is I want to change my knowledge. I want to change uh, my skill set with that time. Now, I spend a lot of time driving to the coast and out into the Mount Hood National Forest. I, I will show people, my clients, uh, homes wherever they want to go, and that means a lot of driving. In that time, I use it to do one of my favorite things, which is to consume audiobooks and uh, in the last few years to be consuming podcasts as quickly as I possibly can to get as much value from people who've traveled the road before me um, and then to apply it to my world. You might be looking at your commute as um, a waste of time and space, but I look at it like I'm going to school. So a few podcasts back, one of the things I talked about is I had a goal of reading four books every single month for the entire year. Well, how do I do that? 
most of it's actually audiobooks and I use my time in the car instead of moaning and groaning and trying to get ahead of the next guy I just stay in the slow lane and maybe I look like an idiot but I grin along as I listen to some of my favorite authors read their works and share their stories if you have a chance uh, comment below. Tell me about the podcast that you're already listening to. Tell me about the audiobooks that you love. If you need suggestions, let me tell you, there's a whole host of them that I can send your way that I believe whether you're uh, in sales or in marketing or you're uh, in school training to be a teacher or you're an artist, these can build you up and change that commute into something extraordinarily valuable, valuable to you but also maybe to the people around you or your employer because you're coming in refreshed with new ideas that you can add to the pile. Number three on my list of embracing the commute is how you can change your relationships with that time. If you purposely plan for one to two days out of your commute to reach out and call some people and let them know that you're thinking about them, you're going to get reconnected to some of the best folks in your world. You're going to be able to distance yourself, hopefully, further from the bad people in your world. But to reach out and call them with no agenda, just say, hey, I was thinking about you. To say, uh, hey, let's get together. Let's have that drink. We've been talking about it for two months and we've been getting too busy. Well, call them. I know of, uh, I, I just recently heard this story about a realtor who actually had a Rolodex of cards in her car and she would just flip it and then whatever card came up, that's who she called. I don't care what your, your actual agenda is. In fact, I hate talking on the phone, but when I'm in a car, I'm a captive audience. There's nothing else I can do. So I've been using that time to call people and reach out and say, say, hey, what's going on? What have you been doing? Um, a lot of times I get invited to new events. I get an, uh, an opportunity to hear about uh, what's going on with their kids, what's going on with their wife or their, their husband. I get to hear about what's going on in their world. And for me, that's also an opportunity for me to help encourage them and push them forward towards their dreams and their goals, which that's soul food for me. It's not as good as sitting one-on-one -on -one at the bar or having a cup of coffee with somebody but it's the next best thing. I'm completely in the conversation. I am possibly going nowhere because I'm stuck behind the wheel, but um, I'm all in and I'm able to connect and think of other ways that I can help build them up. I don't know what, what you need out of the relationships that you have, but I'll tell you this, in an increasing digital world, it's easy to send a text, it's easy to Facebook, it's easy to Instagram, it's easy to go, well, I connected with them because I said happy birthday um, on social media. The truth is, all of us, we really do need other human beings and we need to hear their voices and we need to hear their perspectives. We need to invite them into our world so that they can see what we're going through and hopefully they can say some things that make us better, but also so that we can give back. One of my greatest values is this idea of generosity of spirit. And be, being a person that doesn't like to be on a phone, it's huge for me to be able to get and make those phone calls and connect with people and remind myself that that's one way that I can give to them, even if it's only in a two-minute conversation that is mostly like, hey, where you been? Hey, let's get together. But I can let them know that I'm in their corner and I'm there for real. So if embracing your commute can change your mood, it can change your knowledge and, and your skill sets, 
It can change your relationships. The last one that I want to talk to you about is turning everything off and how embracing your commute can actually change you from the inside out. Unless you practice um, early morning meditation or late night meditation or some sort of silent reflection time, unless you do that already, um, it can be daunting to just start and hope that everybody in your house is quiet enough for you to do it. But if it's just you in a car, or say you're on the max line and you're able to put your headphones in, um, if you're able to shut out the rest of the world just for a little bit and think about what things are stressing you out, think about what things happened yesterday that you would like to change today. Um, think about, are you the person that you wanted to be five years ago? Do you embody those, those uh, uh, ideals that you had? Um, are you a person um, that you're proud to be? I don't know. Th like, just think about it. I regularly, um, by regularly, we'll get into this, but twice a week, I don't turn anything on the car. Uh, no music, no podcast. And then I put my, my phone on Do Not Disturb, and I just drive home. I think about who have I been there for. I think about the transactions. I think about uh, our business at the Great North and the people that work there and the people in the community that engage with it. I think about my wife's business and how I can help her. I think about um, our relationship. How can I be a better husband? Was I thoughtful this week? I think about our kids and as they grow so quickly, you know, I have a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old and they grow so fast. I think about, am I the dad that I hope that they that they remember with fondness and that they remember as not just a conqueror business, but a conqueror in their life. These things, they're absolutely monumental, but they're easy to pass up by just going and going and going or uh, flipping channels, uh, uh, flipping playlists. Come on, nobody flips channels anymore, but uh, listening to the news and getting caught in that drama or getting caught up in, in phone calls where we don't actually say anything, we just waste each other's time. Um, I know that it's interesting because I praise those things, but there has to be some time in your life where you can stop and reflect. It will change the trajectory of everything you're doing if you can grab some of that um, quiet time and just process, where am I? Where am I going? Is this the path that I want to be on? Am I happy or am I just in a rhythm and it works? Am I unhappy because of some subconscious garbage that's hanging out in the back of my mind? Or am I unhappy because something really is bad? And for everybody, it's going to be different. But I'll tell you, especially in a world where we're so connected to our phones and we're so connected to media, you will find it's hard at first. And it's so easy to grab at your phone or uh, play another song or fill the space with noise. It can be used to change you or it can be used to harm you. All of these things, all four of them, whether it's the mood, the knowledge base, the relationships, or the self-reflection, all of them get to be something that you strategically put in your life and you use to benefit you, or you can grumble and moan and whine and bitch about being stuck in traffic and be mad at the guy that's next to you or the, the gal who just cut you off. That's your choice. I don't really want to be a part of that. So if you're still with me and you're game, let's take it to the next level and make a plan. 
I know, I know, I have said it a bazillion times, but I live and die by my calendar. It allows me to uh, actually execute on the plans that I make. And so that's why I always come back to this topic. Let's make a plan. Grab your phone, grab uh, your desktop calendar, whichever one you go to the most, whichever one is going to alert you the most, which let's just face it, is going to be your phone. And let's punch in the days and times that you're going to use your commute to benefit you instead of drive you insane. Okay? I find that I put the most important ones in my schedule on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I purposely do that whenever I can. And so which ones are the most important to me? Number one, uh, in the long term, the most important ones to me are going to be increasing my knowledge base and increasing my relationships. So I have time on my way into work. That is when I listen to the most audiobooks and the most podcasts. Wednesdays or Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Okay, on the way home, if at all possible, I first check in with the wife, talk to her real quick, make sure everything's cool, see if I need to stop at the store. And once that's out of the way, then I start going, Who haven't who have I not heard from in a while? or who should I thank for that uh, awesome evening uh, that we had last week and I didn't get back around to it? Um, I just try to catch up, I go down the list and Honestly, uh, I in my Google Keep, I have a list of people that I try to call and reach out to regularly. So, three times a week, not that big of a deal. Very easy if you have a plan and you actually go in there and execute against it, right? There's no rocket science here. Pick your pick your podcast in the morning. Pick your audiobook in the morning. Use that t- time to build yourself up. And then on the way home, take that time to build somebody else up. Reach out. Tell them you've been thinking about them. Tell them you want to grab a drink. I don't know. I've already said all this, but reach out. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, right, uh, I still break it up into the commute in and the commute home. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, because those are typically the hardest days for me to feel super energized and stoked, on the way into work, that's when uh, I will be listening to music. I get real... It's funny. I'm a big vinyl enthusiast. I have tons of records, but Spotify, it may be the best technology ever invented for somebody like me. I can go through and I can listen to new artists. I can listen to do the discover thing where it shows me bands that they think that I might like, but I can also go and revisit uh, albums and playlists that just boost my, my, my spirit up and help me go out there and tackle and hit it with uh, ferociousness that um, maybe I... If, Excuse me. Maybe I only have on Mondays, um, but it's kind of an artificial way of changing that mood. On the way home, on those days, um, for me, then the the focus becomes: All right, let's self reflect. Is the week going the way that I want it to? On Tuesday, it's a really good way to see if you're on pace. On Thursday, it's a oh crap, I still need to make all these calls. I need to do all these things before the weekend hits. And Honestly, like I'm a person that works on the weekends, and so it Thursdays ends up being that time where I make the plan to set the stage for everything I'm going to do on Saturday and Sunday. I don't know if this is the case for you, but maybe it's not setting uh, your workload for the weekend, but it's actually setting up how you're going to be a great husband or a great wife, how you're going to be a great parent or a better friend, how you're going to help people on your weekend time, or you're going to go out on a hike and just renew yourself during that time. I don't know, but 
in the evening on your way home, reflect, reset, make a plan. What's working, what's not. Um, Saturday and Sunday, do what you want. Maybe it's just having fun in the car. But most people, unlike me, aren't working and they end up in the car with other folks. And if they're in the car with you, maybe this is just a great time to have a conversation. Talk about the things that you've been learning uh, in your commute. Talk about the things that you've been reflecting on. Um, share those. See what the other person in the car has to say. Hopefully I've been at least a little bit helpful to you in thinking about how you can grab some of that uh, time back into your week and use it for something that can build you up. I don't know if these things fit for you. Maybe you need more time uh, just being quiet. Maybe you need more time building up your mood. Maybe that's every morning is just going to be power songs and you're just going to be dancing in your car. I don't know. But find a system and make a plan and, and go after it. I, I promise you, just a couple of weeks of doing this and you're going to find that that commute, instead of being a burden, instead of it making you, you stressed out and your back starts to hurt and then you get home and you're all mad, it actually becomes something that's renewing and helps build you up so that you can be there for other people. With all that said, if you've enjoyed this podcast at all, please give it a thumbs up, share it with somebody, subscribe. I would really appreciate it. My whole goal is to help you live your life so you can live Pacific Northwest. Uh-huh.